My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. An Erio's original. And welcome to Web Crawlers. This is our mini mailbag episode where we read your emails, play your voicemails, and just talk about you in general, our fans, our our fan base, our our web crawler heads. Um, I am Ali Siegel. I am Melissa Stettin. And I'm producer Maria. Um, first things first, let's, uh, I think we have some new reviews or at least one new review. This is from Jamie Wright. Justice for Allie. I came here specifically to tell Allie that you have an amazing voice. Anyone Uh who disagrees can go F themselves. Hell yeah. I love all of you. And I feel like I'm sitting in the room with you. The banter is everything. Yeah, I binged the entire series in a couple of weeks, and now I have to work all day without back-to-back episodes. Life is hard. Thank you for a fun time. Yeah. Every time, five MF stars. Honk, honk. Boy, Jamie. Thank, Thank you. you, Jamie. I really needed that. Now, I will say that on Chartable, which is where you can see some other oh, countries' no. reviews, you've got two other reviews. This one's from Great Britain, and this is from Ooh. Plaza J, and it says Ali's voice, five stars, and then it says boy yo 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 yoing. Wow! And then from Australia, Laura KG, another headline that says Ali's voice, five stars, and it says 
Allie's voice is beautiful and symphonic. <laughs> the podcast is great. Has me laughing at loud all the time like a crazy person. Wow. I didn't even ask these people to do that. Thank you, guys. Thank you, international I listeners. I feel so loved. Yeah. Okay. So I think we have a ton of voicemails. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, here is the first one. Honk, honk. This is a message for <laughs> Wow. Hey, it's uh, VMAC Dre calling from Perth, Western Australia. Hello, mate. Uh, oh. I wanted to share a recurring dream, or the recurring dream I had as a child. We lived in like a pretty quiet suburban area on a sort of mainish street, but you know, it wasn't too busy. Anyways, in the dream, we'd be, uh, my sister and I would be playing in our front yard, but kind of to the side of the house. And I guess it was like the foundation was sort of built up from like a lower driveway, if that can kind of make sense. But it was like this rocky wall that went up to the house. And um, outside of the dream, my sister and I and my friends and stuff would play on it all the time. In general, you could sort of climb up the rocks and jump off and, you know, all that fun kid shit. But uh, so in my dream, we'll be playing on these rocks and this uh, red station wagon. Like, in my mind, it was old, but I'm guessing it was kind of modern then, you know, like mid-80s. So I would have had this dream when I was about... Uh, four to eight years old. I kept having this dream. Um, so yeah, like mid-80s station wagon, red, kind of rusty and, you know, shabby looking, uh, would pull into our driveway and would ask my sister and I would, but the driver, the dude would like, uh, ask my sister and I for directions to somewhere. And we'd say like, no, we can't help you and stuff. And he's like, oh, well, you know, can you get him? Maybe you can show me. And we're like, no, fuck no, you know, like, well, not fuck. I didn't swear when I was six, but, uh, <laughs> You know, no, we're not going to get in the car with you because of stranger danger and all that. Yeah. But then he'd hit this button. His car was like a magnet for children. And so yeah. my sister and I'd be holding onto the wall with our hands, but like horizontal as his like magnetic cars trying to pull us into the, into his vehicle. Oh God. Anyways, that's it. I'd sort of wake up around there, I'm pretty sure. And I had this dream hundreds of times, I think, as a child. You know, until I, like I said, until I was about eight years old or something, and then it suddenly stopped. And then like when I was, 10 or 11, I had the dream a few more times. And I was like, that's weird. Like, you know, I'd sort of forgotten about it and stuff. And yeah, but you know, so it was in my head. It's the same dream. Like six months or so, I guess, after the last time I dreamt it, I was walking up this street, which was not unusual. Now, you know, I'm like 11 years old. I'm walking around and stuff. And uh, there was like a corner store at the top of the street. So I'd always walk up there. And anyway, I was walking back home and uh, this red station wagon, exactly the same, pulled Ooh. up next to me. And the dude, like, I can see his face. Like, it's really dark and brown and, like, ugh. It's like... I think there's a part two. Hong Kong. Yo, it's uh, <laughs> I guess I'm one of those people who take too long with their messages. <laughs> Old mate's come and pulled up next to me on the street and uh, has asked me... Yeah, it's like, it was just that face, you know, and, like, it sort of filled me with dread as soon as I thought, like, holy fuck. But uh, he asked me for directions to uh, Barbary Square, which is, like you know, a little marketplace sort of thing um, in our town. So uh, I told him how to get it. And it's like really simple. It's like go up this street, turn left, simple shit. And he's like, oh, that sounds too complex. And you get in the car with me. And I'm like, nope. And fucking hightailed it down the street to my house and jumped in. And it's my scare- well, one of my scariest experiences of my life. Oh, but, God. Uh, yeah, man, it was a fucking car. And it was that fucking guy with his like gloomy brown weird face. It was a... Uh, mental anyways not sure if that's like a guardian yeah. angel story or like some other shit but uh hope you'll dig uh 
Have a great day. <laughs> That's scary. How weird. Oh, so his God. whole life was leading up to that moment in order to wow. go, no, I'm not getting in that car with you, sir. Stranger yeah. danger. I've never said that before. Okay, next voicemail. Hi, this message is for the web crawlers. My name is Alicia. I'm a new listener, and I fucking love your podcast. Sorry, I just swore. Aww. I can't do that. But, um, I wanted to call because I listened to an episode where someone called in and said that they uh, lived in a haunted house, and they experienced something at night where they smelled like this like dog poop smell. And someone had questioned why they smelled that. And I, I'm sorry if you guys had already talked about this. I'm like a new listener, so I don't, I'm not caught up on the episodes. But it's because if there is a de- demonic ghost around, you smell this sulfur rank smell. Oh. And I've read books about this. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen the Conjuring movies. Oh, um, yes. I've read the books about the real story. And that was like a big thing that there was always this like sulfur fart smell. Oh, a couple of years God. ago, I was in Washington for a family reunion and I was visiting my cousin in a small town and there were so many of us that she needed to rent me an Airbnb. So I stayed at this Airbnb. It was in the basement of a house. And the first night I stayed there, we turned the lights off to go to sleep. And not even a minute later, my cousin's bed across the room from me came off of the wall, slid off of the wall, no. and slammed back into the wall. No. I shit you not, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you get up, we inspect the bed, nothing's wrong with the bed. It literally slid across the floor and slammed into the wall. So we turned the lights back off, and not even a minute later, I smelled this sulfur smell. Rank rotten egg smell, and instantly I was like, "Oh my god, there's a demon in here!" Um, and I was so scared. I was total pussy about it, and I just like put my head into the coveries and I fell asleep. And I didn't talk about it. And I really wish that I would have maybe investigated. So uh, that's my story. I love you guys. Your podcast is awesome. Um, I got pulled over the other day because I was listening to your episode where you talked about the brontosaurus. Sorry, I'm talking so much. But I forgot what a brontosaurus looked like, and you guys said that they actually didn't exist. So then I asked Siri to look it up, <laughs> and then I got pulled over because I was on my phone. Oh, no. But, um, I didn't get a ticket, so it's all good. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, you guys see you later. We gotta find out where that Airbnb was, and maybe we could do some research into that house or wherever the Airbnb yeah. is. See if oh, there was right. some sort of demonic possession history there. I can't believe she got pulled over trying to figure out what a brontosaurus looks like. <laughs> that At is least she so didn't get a funny. ticket. Seriously, oh my god! Wow, how scary! That's terrifying. Okay, another voicemail. Hi, this is a message for web crawlers. It's Becky from England. Hello. Um, so here's a weird thing. When I started listening to you guys, I was having a really bad time. And my boyfriend was telling me that I should go see a therapist. And I was just thinking, like, nobody does that. That's such a weird, like, bad thing to do. But then one, like, one of the earlier episodes, you three were all talking about your therapist. <laughs> and I thought, wow, like, all three of them go see one. And you were talking so openly yes. about it. So I thought, well, I guess it's normal and okay. So I put the plunge and I started seeing one and it's been going really good. And I just didn't know how to make myself happy and I was just so needy of other people in my life to make me happy all the time. 
which as you know doesn't work you've got to be able to make yourself happy mm-hmm. and it just seems so weird and full circle that the day that my therapist told me that I'm nearly finished is the day that I saw and listened to your new episode which was named after my Tinkerbell story which you called <gasps> Tinkerbell is a needy bitch <laughs> I <laughs> wow. laughed my head off because it was such a surprise and such a weird coincidence as well because that, that literally, the last time I saw him, we were talking about, like, me being needy to other people. And then as I'm walking home from that, I look at Spotify, and, and there it is, like, bam, in my face. So I just wanted to say thank you so much for talking openly about your therapist. I don't think I would have gone otherwise, and I'm so glad I did, because I'm Aww. in such a better place now. I think it's reasons like this that the listeners see you guys as friends. Aww. And not just like some podcast that they listen to. It's like a bit of a community, you know. Aww. And I hope that if someone's listening to this and they're in a similar situation, just help them decide to go and talk to somebody. So hopefully we can pass this on a bit further. So I just wanted to say thank you to give, for giving me the push that I needed to get my head straight and for the episode named after my Tinkerbell story. <laughs> Obviously, I told everybody about it. <laughs> but all, um, I just loved it. It was just so nice that... Like, I've listened to you guys from the beginning, and then I get that little thing on the right day as well. Perfect timing. So, yeah, thank you so much. Love you all. Keep doing what you do. Bye. Oh, that's so that nice. made me start crying. That was so, so sweet. That makes me so happy. That's funny. By the way, I named it Tinkerbell's a needy bitch because that was what Allie said. You said like a <laughs> quote or something. Not yeah, that. I think I did. Um, That's yeah, so nice. I think that uh, mental health is still stigmatized. I think yeah. in, in Europe or in England, they don't really talk about their feelings so much. But I feel like here, everyone Everybody has a therapist. Everybody I know has a therapist. <laughs> yeah, like everyone has a therapist. Yeah. I'm a life coach. We're yeah. all on meds. Oh, yeah. I've been on yeah. antidepressants for 20 years. 20 years yeah. of my life. Yeah. Good for you for making that yeah, decision. Yeah, that's, that's great. great. Okay. Another voicemail. Hello. Oh. This here message is for the web crawler. It's Jeb. This here is Jeb. Hi, Jeb. Hi, Allie. Hi. I just want to say you look very nice today. Thank you. And uh, I wish you a lifetime of health and happiness oh. in your new home. <laughs> oh, um, thank you. I was just listening to them episodes where Maria's boyfriend there, Craig, done going spitting all that crazy shit there. And I just want to know what dispensary does Craig go to and do they deliver to my part of the state? I was just wondering. All right, then. All right. Y'all have a good night now. All right, then. Bye. Jeb, it's been a while. Oh, Jeb. We love Jeb. Sorry I had to talk during Jeb's voicemail. My dog's... We're humping each other, and it was so inappropriate. Wait, is is Dolly humping Asher? No, this time it was Asher humping Dolly. That's nice. Which is not allowed. They're trying to assert dominance. They are. They're, and it's not. At least they're like going back and forth. It's not like oh yeah, Dolly coming and taking over. 
<laughs> yeah. Maybe they just like humping each other. For our listeners, I didn't post about this, but my female dog was humping my male dog and I didn't realize that was a thing that they did. Oh, oh yeah. Pickles humps things. She likes to hump some of her toys. They oh. Yeah, I had no like idea. Way to, they, they'll do it as a way to get attention sometimes and then sometimes they'll do it oh. just because it feels good or um, something. <laughs> I don't like it. I, let me tell you, not in my house. And Asher was just taking it. I looked, I, they were being real quiet. And then I looked in the room, the room I'm in now, I was in the other room and I looked in his room and Dolly was just railing Asher and Asher was loving it. And it was so, I, mean, I had no, if it was consensual no, and then it was consensual. And I was like, okay, what it was like, Dolly was like pegging Asher. And I was like, whatever, not to kink shame, but not in my house. You guys are brother and sister. This is yeah, not siblings. how I raised you. So it really grosses me out. I have an asexual household is what I demand. <laughs> if I'm not getting any, neither are my dogs. Tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Okay, next voicemail. Hey guys, this is for the web crawlers. This is Emily. Um, I am the one that has the um, ghost dog. Oh. And I have a few synchronicities um, that I okay. have noticed. Um, I didn't actually really think about them too much until um, I listened to the episode with um, Craig. So um, the first one is that there is this uh, pizza restaurant that my husband and I um, have been going to a lot during COVID because it just opened, like, I think in, like, January or February of this year. So we've noticed that every time we go to this particular pizza restaurant um, called Big City Pizza on um, Chinaway Road in Lexington, Kentucky, so shout out to them. 
Um, we noticed every time we go there, it's raining. <laughs> I don't know what that's all about. I don't know if it's like stuck in our subconscious that whenever it rains, we want that pizza. Maybe. Um, but we have definitely noticed that. But the second one that I had totally forgotten about until last week um, was that I got married in 2013. And after our wedding, my husband and I and um, some of our friends went out to this bar afterwards, and we just kind of hung out for a bit, and um, I had my wedding dress on. And about a year after we got married, I went back to the same bar with the same group of friends. There was a girl there who had just gotten married, and she was wearing the same wedding dress that I had on. What? it was like, that's weird um just like generic one from david's bridal but it was really pretty um so that like oh my god david's bridal you love david's bridal i love david's bridal but it was like close enough to where like i remembered that and it was just wild like i totally forgot about that and the um, third one that happened to me just a few days ago. Can you pause that, it for one second? Yeah. I forgot that I also have a David's bridal synchronicity where I kept talking in the group chat right. about how I really want to be sponsored by David's bridal. Because I think it'd be so funny if we just like promoted wedding dresses all the time <laughs> yeah. and I'm like going to die alone. <laughs> and then like a week later... I get an email from this like influencer company that emails me sometimes being like, would you like to do sponsored content for David's oh, right. bridal? That's right. And remember I screenshotted it to you guys. And, and I was like, I was just talking about how I want to do content for David's bridal. And now I'm getting an email asking if I want to do content for David's what bridal. What happened with it? Yeah. I didn't do it. Cause this company emails me all the time being like, do you want to do content for like Taco Bell? And then they'll pay you like $35 to to oh. do like a, a, Add a, a couple really, more zeros to that and that's what i've said before deal. baby but no um. dice although one time i did counter being like i'll do it for 300 dollars, and then i did a 300 dollars twitter post for a dell computers that got zero traction i think they <laughs> meant to contact someone else because like why would i do influencing for like dell computers <laughs> i mean they were trying to expand their uh i guess their so. influencer base uh, yeah. A few days ago was that, um, I don't know if anyone has pets, he probably seen BarkBox. BarkBox, um, yeah. And they have a oh. new Home Alone BarkBox um, for the holidays. So I ordered it for my dog, of course. And because my husband and I love Home Alone, it's one of our, one of our favorite movies. We watch it every year. Yeah. And <laughs> one of our favorite things to joke about is the cast of the pizza. And the beginning of the movie, when the pizza delivery man comes, oh, the yeah. cost is um, one hundred and twenty-two fifty. So we always joke about like that's a lot of pizza. That's really expensive. We broke down the cost of the pizzas once because we're losers and have no life. <laughs> that's funny. What it was. Um, so uh, we actually got um, the bark. And there's a part two. So I got cut off because I'm a rambling fool. So um, <laughs> anyway, so we got this bark box in the mail um, the middle of last week. The dogs loved it. They completely destroyed it. So I went to the grocery store on Saturday, and my total was <gasps> 122 dollars So oh, yeah, um, I guess that's crazy. telling me that I need to eat cheese pizza and watch Home Alone. Um, thing I wanted to ask <laughs> Always. about, uh, Mary Todd Lincoln, I know that we, um, or that you all talked about her, um, in the White House episode, which I loved. 
Um, I used to actually be a tour guide at the Mary Todd Lincoln House. It was her childhood home. Um, It's now a historical um, home that you can visit and a museum. Anyway, I worked there in college. It's been a long time since I've, you know, read anything about her. And I remember enough to where I can, like, talk about her, obviously, but I could not, like, go give the tour again. But she was not very well liked in Washington and pretty much around the country. And that's not because of her seances. Uh, from what I gather, that was actually pretty common at the time, and that wouldn't necessarily be weird. Um, the reason she wasn't well-liked is because she um, was from a um, slave-holding family. Um, her family oh. did own slave when she was young. Um, and she was married to Abraham Lincoln, who, um, as we all know, um, ratified the 13th Amendment that uh, abolished slavery. So that was not a good look for her. Um, I think a lot of people didn't like him because of that. I mean, I can kind of see that. I don't really know what the like modern equivalent of that would be, but I'm sure someone could come up with something. So that was kind of a big reason why she was kind of looked down upon. And also she um, wanted to redecorate the White House in the middle of the Civil War, which um, is not so. Uh, So, yeah, she's kind of a controversial figure, but she would definitely would be a web crawler today, I think. Um, So anyway, um, that's my synchronicities and my uh, Mary Todd facts. Boing-a-yoing-a-yoing, honk honk. Wow. Thank you. That's a great message. Mary Todd. Unpopular. Wow. Yeah, that's not, if you're a slave owner, that's not going to win you any popularity points. It is not. (laughs) It is not. Okay. Next voice, Amel. Hey, web crawlers. This is Alexa. Um, I was giving y'all a call because I want to talk about synchronicity. The biggest one I see in my life, and I see this a lot, I might actually just be blonde. Well, I am blonde, but this might be a blonde thing. (laughs) Um, But I lose stuff all the time, right? (laughs) But I sometimes, you know, a lot of times when I'm looking for this stuff, I'll look exactly where I think it is, and it's not there. Like, on my desk, where I usually put my keys and my wallet. If I'm looking for my credit card, was the most recent one. I was looking for my credit card, okay? And <laughs> yes. And I couldn't find it anywhere. Like I spent days looking for this. I looked under the seat of my car. I took everything out of my wallet. I swear, like everything out of my wallet. I don't even know actually if this counts as a synchronicity, but I have a theory about that. Um, <laughs> And then I, like, gave up, and I finally ordered a new one. Then literally the next day, I look in my wallet, and it's hidden in between, like, two $1 bills. But it's, like, poking out some. So, like, I would have seen that when I took everything out of my wallet to look for it. And I feel like this happens so often where the second I stop looking for something, it comes up. Like, it shows up, but in the exact place I already looked. And honestly, it might just be the fact that, I'm a blonde bimbo, and I forget where I put it, but, and then this is my theory. Well, it's not really a theory, but it was something I was thinking about involving, like, synchronicities and, like, fuck, the freaking, um, like, that we live in a simulation theory. Okay, because here's what happened. I added the Princess Diana documentary to my Netflix queue. Like, oh, I want to watch that. 
And in the little Netflix preview picture, she's wearing, like, her red sheep sweater, you know? Yes. And I thought, like, oh, that's cute. And then, like, a few hours later, I didn't say anything. I didn't, like, I think I had Google Prince Diana, like, once recently, but nothing about her fashion or clothes. I hadn't said anything. Like, a few hours later, an ad for that fucking mm-hmm. sheep sweater came up on my on Instagram. Instagram. And it comes I up on like happens. synchronicity or really? crazy technology. Yeah. But then I was thinking, I wonder if, so the synchronicity like points to the fact that we're living in a simulation is one theory about it, right? And I feel like there's a part two. Well, it's also just like that social, uh, what's that documentary that just came out? Oh, the social, the social dilemma. <laughs> dilemma. <laughs> Is that what it's called? This is, I think so. Yeah. Well, it's like we're just being tracked. Like, net everything owns our our what we're doing. So, yeah. like, they know that you added that yeah. to your Netflix queue. So you like Princess Diana. So they're going to give you Princess Diana content. You know. Yep. Okay, Love callers. This is Alexa. I never thought I'd be a two parter voicemail leader, but here we are. Anyways, <laughs> as I was saying, so the synchronicities can point to the fact that we're living in a simulation and this might not make sense because I don't know how well I'll articulate it but I was thinking like these Instagram ads and like social media ads that listen to what we're talking about what if all these synchronicities that people are seeing they have to do with the simulation but also they're just gonna like the more technology develops the more we're like surveillance by like these Amazon Alexas and blah 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 the more we're going to see these synchronicities and like, like, and then they're going to keep building up because they're, you know, surveilling us more. And some of them are like real life synchronicities, you know, like the Instagram ads, some of them are like Craig's ones, but eventually it's just going to be like all synchronicities and all surveillance all the time. And like, that's when, you know, we're about to like become our final form and like reach our own simulation where we make our own. Does this make any sense? Like, I think... (laughs) Oh my God, this makes no sense. But I feel like, you know, the Instagram ad thing and like the synchronicities are like connected because they both have to do with technology. And I think we're going to like reach a point where we're having our ads and our internet experience cater to us so much that it's like literally is simulation. I don't know. I feel like I, I, I know, they I know what she's saying. together somehow or like. These Instagram ads this is are a four-parter. to like the technology <laughs> of the simulation that we are living in, and then we'll create for someone else to live in. Oh my god, this makes no sense. I'm so caffeinated right now, you guys. I'm sorry, um, but yeah, I just think like, does this make any sense? Like, yes. you know, kind of like they play into each other, and like technology is going to take over the world, maybe. Anyways, gonna go listen to some podcasts on my iPhone. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get what you get that sweater ad. I get that sweater ad a lot. I haven't gotten stuff the ad. like that is really crazy. I know what she's talking about, though. I yeah, love that's... Princess Diana's clothes. I know oh, she was so iconic. I want that Atlantic Fly Atlantic sweatshirt. Have you seen that? No. Which, type no. in Princess Diana Fly Atlantic, and then she's got like bike shorts on, and then like, oh, this just oh yes, yes, yes. That it, I love when she did bike shorts and a sweatshirt. She yeah, so cool. I know. I love it. I want all oh, of her that's clothes. Good. Um, we've got one more voicemail. It's a short one. This is a message for Hollywood 
um, crime scene. Just kidding. It's for the web crawlers. <laughs> so um, I'm just leaving a message because I want to say that I think it's bullshit that all these people that keep calling and giving, talking shit about Ali's voice. I, too, am yes. a loud speaker. And it's not our fault. It's just how it is. And I'm just basically leaving this message in support of Ali and her voice. Bye. Love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was a great message to end on. That was a great message to end on. Begin and end on full support from yeah. me. Yeah. It's a real bookend. Full circle episode. Yeah. <laughs> real full circle episode. Um, anyways, if you want to uh, reach us, Melissa, where can people do so? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com or you can give us a call at 626-604-6262. 6262. Niner. Uh, okay, bye. Bye. You, you guys didn't say your names. I'm Melissa Stetton. I'm Allie Siegel. And I'm Allie Stetton. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.